Welcome to the Wi-Fi podcast series. This is the first podcast from West Yorkshire Finding Independence, normally known as Wi-Fi. I'm Sue Northcott, the project manager. I'm here today with members of the Wi-Fi team. I'd like to introduce Mark Crow. Hello, oh, Sue. Roger Abbott. Hi, Sue. And Simon Dixon. Hi, Sue. We're all here to talk about the Wi-Fi project, who we are, what our main areas of focus are, as well as what we can look forward to from future podcasts. Wi-Fi was awarded £10 million of National Lottery Community funding through the Fulfilling Lives programme. We're a six-year project set up to support adults in West Yorkshire experiencing entrenched needs in what we call the harm areas. Homelessness, addiction, re-offending and mental ill health. Wi-Fi is one of 12 Fulfilling Lives partners nationally with an overall aim of supporting people experiencing multiple needs. Each project has been testing new ways of working, focusing on specific system change priorities. Here is Peter Dobson, our funding manager, to tell us a bit more about the programme. Hi Sue, Uh, thanks for inviting me along to Wi-Fi's first podcast, it's great to be here. Fulfilling Lives is a national lottery funded programme. We originally launched in 2014 and over the period of eight years we're investing over £112 million into um, our aim is to understand how better to support individuals experiencing multiple disadvantage but also how to create change within those systems so that they work better in the future once our funding is finished. Wi-Fi is a valued partner in the Fulfilling Lives programme and having supported over 800 people during the lifetime of the project We worked with Wi-Fi to create that vision that by 2020, adults facing multiple disadvantage in West Yorkshire will have or should have the opportunity of a settled home, positive health and well-being, access to education and employment and a trust in a positive future. Thanks Peter. And as Peter said, Wi-Fi has worked with more than 800 beneficiaries, supporting them to live in a settled home, look after their health and well-being access education, training and employment opportunities and have a positive outlook on the future. We have delivery partners in West Yorkshire in each of the locality areas. In Leeds we have Barker, Bradford The Bridge Project, Calderdale Foundation, Wakefield Spectrum and in Kirklees Community Links. We've also got an employment training and education provider which is Touchstone who work across the five local authority areas. I'd like to talk a little bit about our operational delivery and our navigator model. We have teams of experienced and skilled multiple needs navigators, working intensively with low caseloads, building trusted relationships and coordinating person-centred support. Wi-Fi beneficiaries have benefited from better physical and mental health, consistent engagement with statutory and other organisations, This has led to a reduction in antisocial behaviour, street begging and rough sleeping. Beneficiaries have benefited from improved relationships with their families and communities and have been able to access education, training and employment opportunities. An important aspect of Wi-Fi is co-production with our beneficiaries and people with lived experience. We've been developing networks of people with lived experience and involving them in meaningful activities, regional and national meetings, as well as peer research and training. And I'd now like to hand over to Simon to talk a bit more about this. Okay, thank you, Sue. Um, So what do we mean by co-production? Well, we're talking about influencing and embedding co-production in services. 
Co-productions about people with lived experience and service providers coming together, about rebalancing the power structure and creating a level playing field, recognising each other's assets, problem solving together, educating each other, debating with each other and listening and making things better. It includes co-design, co-delivery and co-evaluation of services, including decision making in the allocation of resources and the role of volunteers in the service. One example of this is how the project was named. It was a group of experts that came together and came up with the name Wi-Fi, West Yorkshire Finding Independence, as a name that reflected the, the aims and the purpose of the project. Everyone has assets that they can use to help others, but sometimes a lack of confidence and the labels sometimes may carry and mask their value. The best outcomes are achieved when we build trusted working relationships, where we listen to each other and bring out hidden assets and specialist points of view. Once you have built a positive reciprocal relationship, it's time to think about which areas of work the person wants to collaborate on. One example of the work we've been doing is research with the University of Leeds, and another is research on behalf of the NECG, which is the National Expert Citizens Group. Research and evaluation is a really important part of the overall project, isn't it, Mark? Absolutely, Simon. Uh, me and my team are here to gather data, evidence and learning and turn that into research over the lifespan of the project. I think in total, um, around 650 beneficiaries have exited the programme. More than around half of these exits were planned or successful. Only 13 people with planned exits have relapsed and needed further support. Within around 18 months of engaging with Wi-Fi, about two-thirds of beneficiaries show an improvement in their Homelessness Outcome Star scores and over 70% show an improvement in their Chaos Index assessment scores. The Outcome Stars uh, a self-assessment tool for beneficiaries to measure the distance that they've travelled and that's collected on, a, on an ongoing basis. Uh, likewise the Chaos Index or the New Directions Team Assessment Score is the assessment that the navigator takes to establish whether an individual will benefit from Wi-Fi support against a needs, series of set needs criteria and again that's regularly repeated so that we can see people's progress. So our navigators measure these scores at key points in the beneficiary journey and they, the navigators do an amazing job on the front line as it were and we recognise the importance of providing training, development and multi-agency opportunities for navigators as well as other professionals who work in the field of multiple needs and proving that that makes an, an ad proving that that gives added value to their work. So, Roger, practice development groups are key to this, aren't they? They are, Mark, yes. Um, the practice development groups are reflective practice groups for, for people working um, across, across West Yorkshire with, with multiple needs. Um, we aim to improve the confidence and skills in working uh, with challenging situations, to understand each other's work, to share good practice, to support each other to overcome specific difficulties and to identify any gaps or barriers in services. But most importantly, we're there to improve the service user experience of services. Often the, the topics that get discussed in these meetings um, are engagement, so accepting people as they are and, and believing that people can get better, collaborative working, developing and building trust, and also establishing boundaries with clear roles, uh, rules and responses. We're learning from the practice development groups that they are really useful for problem solving, peer support um, across organisations and sharing best practice. 
Successful practice development groups require senior managers to actively promote them to enable their staff to come along to them. And also what we've learned, which we already knew, to be honest, is the role of navigators, our Wi-Fi navigators, is considered critical by the wider workforce. Uh, we encourage PDG participants to go back to their respective organisations and share their learning and experience. We've also uh, worked with Community Links Training to develop uh, a complex needs training suite. This is a training package for, for client-facing staff and covers key principles in learning which both the National Fulfilling Lives Programme and MEME have established a fundamental to working with multiple disadvantage. All participants in the course will complete an introductory course over two days, which consists of the following elements, psychologically informed environments, personality disorders and complex trauma, risk enablement and working with challenging behaviour. They then have four more further training days over the following four months on understanding personality and personality disorders, trauma-informed practice, working with complex trauma and understanding multiple needs as experienced by women. In between the training days, the participants are encouraged to develop their reflective practice skills by completing a reflective log, which is looked at at the beginning of each session. Thanks, Roger. So that's a rundown of the key areas of the project, who we are, what our delivery partners do, as well as a quick look at the areas of co-production, research and insight and workforce development. This has been our first podcast and we're going to be producing them fortnightly, discussing the importance of multi-agency working, doing a bit of reflective practice with our multiple needs navigators, crunching some numbers with the research and evaluation team and considering the value of co-production. You can also look out for special hashtag see the full picture podcasts in January, which we'll be producing to support the National Fulfilling Lives winter campaign. This follows on from an incredibly successful first campaign back in July of this year. Thanks, Sue. Our project areas are also starting to campaign on a national scale and we, they ran the first ever hashtag see the full picture campaign in July this year. We've got a winter campaign planned for January and we'd like to encourage people to look out for this and to see the full picture hashtag on social media and join in the conversation. Thanks, Peter. You can subscribe to the podcast by visiting our website and do join us in two weeks' time when we'll be discussing multi-agency work. Thanks again for listening.